You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. This week, America Won't Shut Up about tits. That's right, Jason. America is buzzing about this hot new trend that we know as, well, tits. <laughs> Our guests this week are Dr. Roberto Squeef, a specialist in the field of tits, tittery, and titography. Also, we'll be talking to Dr. Brooke Demento. She's a tits doctor at Josh Hopkins, and some say that her work is really the genesis for this hot new trend. That's right. We're also going to be taking a look at the headlines. We'll be looking at the Twitter trend check-in of the week, and we'll also be paid a visit by our good friend Hank Schlitz, but you know him as the Befuddler. All that and more, plus music from the Foo Fighters, this week on America Won't Shut Up. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up, the show where we talk about what America won't stop talking about. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Flowers. And I'm Pat O'Brien. And boy, oh boy, Jason, you said it up top, but <laughs> I mean, America is going crazy this week for tits. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'll be honest, Pat, I was on uh, vacation this week. Uh, my wife and I were in sunny Hawaii. Have Ooh, you been there? Ooh, la la, I have not. It's beautiful. Uh, we, they have these like fancy pancakes that they make a special way. I can't really remember them, but they were delicious. Uh, anyway, so I got to the office this morning and I heard we were talking about tits. And I I don't know what's so great about these things. I haven't like really done the research, but I'm happy to learn. I'm excited for this week. This feels like a trend that is really... I mean, I, I Googled a lot of stuff this morning and just A lot of hit. Google results for tits. So, you know, yeah, just so many. Everybody is talking. I read some blogs. Uh, it, it seems tits, tit fever has uh, stricken the nation. Well, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm a little bit late to the party, too. You know, usually I'm up on these things, but I was uh, I had my girls uh, this weekend. You know, they're they're four and four. So, um, you know, uh, and even they, they they were the ones to sort of tip me off to uh, or should I say tit me off to you should, uh, you what's going because even kids as young as four. Are are uh, they can't get enough tits? Can I ask you, um, like, how are they showing their uh, fascination with tits? What are, do they have, like, posters in their room or? Well, it? it's all you know. They're kind of the, the the new the young kids are kind of off print media, so they're on the iPad. They're pulling up pic. You know, my youngest, who's uh, also four, but eleven months younger than the oldest one, who's four. Um, she gets right on the iPad. She knows my password, and she just starts googling tits, and she says, "Daddy, daddy, look at these tits." Now, if we know anything about your daughters, it is that what they say goes is kind of what everybody else in America says goes. And From the mouths of babes, yeah. It seems like week after week, these kids know what is hot. Uh, but once again, let's check that out. Let's double verify. Let's cross-check your daughter's references as we take a look at this week's Twitter trend check-in of the week. You've got mail. All right, this is your Twitter trend check-in of the week. Of course, these are the biggest hashtags and trending topics on Twitter.com, a very, very, very popular website. Uh, first up, we have hashtag tits. Next up, hashtag tits. Coming in right below that, we have hashtag tits. Number three, hashtag tits. Uh, right below that, hashtag tits. Uh, coming up right after that is hashtag tits. Uh, ooh, looks like hashtag tits was a big thing on Twitter this week. And finally, hashtag the Oscars. That's been your Twitter trend check-in of the week. You've got mail. Um, Pat, can you, um, obviously this is a big trend, but I think, if I'm remembering right, like, tits were around when we were kids, is that right? We had them, but they weren't seeing the kind of, uh, exposure that they are right now. Now, I, what do you, what do we think... Why do we think that is? It feels like these are great. I, I, I mean, we do this show every week. We take a look at these these trends, these things where like the country just sort of grasps onto something and just pulls it in, and it, it feels very subjective. I, I never know. Yeah, who's, you week. know, you never know what's gonna kind of blow up. And for you know, I do thinking back, I do remember being in high school, and there would be tits around. You know, uh, girls would have them, uh, adult women would have them. But I was more into, like, you know, records back then. You know yeah. what I mean? There were other things that were kind of on our mind and uh, reading Rolling Stone. You know what I mean? So yeah, now I think, I think it's just one of those things where the planets aligned and, you know, everyone's buzzing about tits. Uh, now, of course, you were here this week doing a lot of research for the show. So I'm going to ask you a question as a friend. Uh, my wife wants to throw a party for her sister next week and she wants it to be tits themed. And, mm -hmm. 
for some reason, she's put me in charge of this thing. Oh, boy. And I, I don't even, I really don't even know where to begin. Do you have any suggestions for me? Well, you know, uh, here's here's my thinking. You know, I haven't planned a lot of parties, but um, a great thing to do would be to get some real tits there. I think that's going to put your party over the top. You can have the photos. You could have the etchings and drawings of, of tits. But what's going to put you over the top is to get a couple sets of uh, real ones, maybe serving, you know, hors d'oeuvres, women with... So with uh, your standard, like, party fair, but just with some real tits there, if you can, if you can get them. Sure, if you're able to, uh, if you have uh, the means. Okay, uh, once again, it's time in the show where we take a little look at our nation's headlines. Here it is, once again, heads up, here's, here's the, the news. news. Check your fridge, America, because the FDA issued a massive recall this week on a tainted shipment of milk. The shipment, which was distributed to Target and Walmart stores in all 50 states, is said to be the largest of its kind. Researchers are examining all causes, but we're very quick to rule out any problem with the cow's tits. Uh, next up, doctors at Josh Hopkins University this week have finally determined what causes human males to unknowingly glance at a woman's, uh, you know, like the... What do they got in there? You know, like that area when they're in their shirts in their shirt. You know what I mean, Jason. Um, uh, anyway, any the doctors have named this disease as being a tit hound. Uh, Wikipedia reports this week that there's actually a bird called the tit. Uh, these tits, as well as chickadees and tit mice, constitute paridae, a large family of small passerine birds which occur in the northern hemisphere as well as parts of Africa. Once again, if you're just tuning in, there's a bird called the tit. Hard to believe. And finally, music archivists at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this week uncovered the original lyric sheet for Michael Jackson's famous song, Beat It, Upon further inspection of the lyrics, it appears the King of Pop originally intended for the song to be called B-Tit, two words, about a woman named B with one heck of a tit. Those are your headlines coming up later in the show. Music from the Foo Fighters. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, this week America Won't Shut Up about tits. Isn't that right, Pat? You said it, Jason. And uh, from time to time, we are lucky enough to be paid a visit by our good friend. You know him as Hank Schlitz. We know him as only and always the Buffuddler. Buffuddler, welcome. Oh, hello, boys. Thanks for having me on the show. Now, Buffuddler, do you have some quizzles and queries some, for us today? Some puzzles some and riddles. Oh, I've got some befuddlements you can stick in your befuddle hole. Oh, all right. Oh, well, let's do that. Lay them on us, Buffuddler. Well, America's in fuego with tits. Of course. That much is true. Naturally. But do you know what famous historical figures had tits? Hmm. Well, let's see I, if we I do. I can't think of any. All right, boys, this one's for you. Okay. Mono, a mono. I'll name a famous figure, and you tell me if they had tits. Okay. okay. Famous figures. So I'll say the name, and if you think they had tits, just scream out, tits. Okay, I'm ready. Jason, you ready? Sure. Here we go. Abraham Lincoln. Tits. Nope. Shoot. Mary Curie. Tits. No. Her tits fell off due to radiation. Okay. John Bonham. Tits. Nope. You're thinking of the fact that he only had one arm. That's ah, right. That is true. That is right. Cleopatra. Tits. Nope. Tits were bitten off by a snake. <sighs> Here comes a tiebreaker. Gabby Giffords. Tits. tits. That's right. Ah, She's uh, got a lovely came, pair of tits. You got in there just first? under the, what you did. Yes. I'll admit it. I'll give it to you. Well, good job, boys. But now let's spread the game to the folks playing at home. Oh, All let's right. do that. That means you people at home, you people, get to play along with the befuddler. Simply uh, write down your answers. Befuddler, tell them what to do with it. You'll write down the answers on a 3 by 5 index card and email that card to AmericaWon'tShutUp at gmail.com. Subject line, Forever Befuddled 2012. Okay. Forever Befuddled 2012. We haven't upgraded since 2012. It remains 2012. I don't know how to change 
the settings. We're a subject. It's just a subject line, but you know what? There we go. Actually, they're typing it on their end. Now, so guys, really you matter. need a real ear for street talk for this, befriendly okay. boys. All right. I'll list some slang terms for tits, and you tell me which ones are real, okay? Okay. Here we, we go. But we're not playing this one. Right, no, so not we you, should, the audience. We should not yell tits into the nope, microphone. Nope, okay. yell tits. Okay. So write the real slang terms for tits on a 3x5 index card, listeners at home. Here we go. Chest heavies. El jefes. The old hangers. Gilbert and Sullivan's. Lady balls. Double bagging it. Milky hangers. Cobra bags. Up butts. Milky mamas. Funky humps. Two nights at the circus. Thunderballs, the Twin Cities, both Juds, Toyota Sorrentos, Sucksex, Toddies, Tooties, Tattles, Turtle Tops, Ricky Ticky Tappies, and Gabby Giffords. Wow, Pat, those all sounded real to me. It's going to be tough to decide which one of those are not real. Well, hey, that's not our problem. That's the problem of you folks at that's home. Right. You do what the befuddler said, write down those answers, and email them to us at AmericaWon'tShutUp at gmail.com. Subject, Forever Befuddled 2012. Befuddler, we want to thank you for being here once again. Now, take that glorious walk out. Goodbye, boys. See Goodbye, you, Befuddler. befuddler. Uh, if you're listening... Of course you are. Our subject this week is tits. Coming up later in the show, music from the Foo Fighters. You're listening to America Won't Shut Up. Now, Jason, you know me. I'm a bit of a clothes horse. I'm always buying new clothes, which means I'm always doing laundry. And, you know, I'm doing load after load, and I'm a busy guy. I don't have time to be running back and forth to the, the laundromat, and then coming back with a harsh, abrasive-feeling uh, clothing, which is why this week I checked out Tits Fabric Softener. Have you heard about this? It is high-quality fabric softener that leaves your clothes feeling great, and it's made by Tits. I'll be honest, Pat, I, I really never knew what fabric softener was. Um, I gave this stuff a try this week. I uh, put it in there in the laundry, in the wash, and, man, this stuff is great, and it's... Uh, it's a name brand you can know and trust. That name brand, of course, is Tits. Well, it's, it makes your clothes feel pillowy soft to the touch. Uh, you know, I wash all my my uh, girls' pajamas and stuff. Not my girls' pajamas, my daughter's pajamas. <laughs> Using Tits fabric softener. And man, oh man, when you feel the Tits difference, you re- there's really no going back to the other brands. That's right. Tits fabric softener. Use it because its name is Tits. Log on to tits.com, and it is it is a fabric softener website. Put in the promo code AWSU to get your tits fabric softener sample sent to your door. Start using tits. Your shirts will thank you. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, our topic this week is tits. Uh, our first guest, uh, we're happy to have him. He's a specialist in the field of tits, tittery, and tittography. Uh, he's here to tell us um, what that is for the uninitiated, but I'm sure most of you know. Uh, please welcome Dr. Roberto Squeef to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for being here. Of course. Now, Doctor, um, you know, as you know, tits are enjoying a big moment in the sun right huge, now. Huge, huge, yeah. You yourself have devoted your entire life and career to, uh, as Jason said, tits, tittery, and tittography. Walk us through what uh, what those things are. Sure. So, tits are uh, these uh, masses of uh, just like goop. Uh, you might. It's a clinical term. Uh, on human uh, female bodies mm-hmm. um so there's this sort of spike in interest right now because uh there's this this huge boon with the american obsession with uh, mass mm-hmm. and density and weight right and so tits are f- heavy and fat just fat and heavy um and gloppy uh and so it's it's the type of um ball th- these tits they're they're ball they're like fat balls mm-hmm. they're like f- fat 
balls of goop. Um, and, and so there's a sort of heteronormative uh, obsession, mostly by um, uh, heter- straight heterosexual men uh, with these fat, these fat, gross goop, goop balls. So where do you find, now for the un- un- uninitiated, uh, where do you find tits? Where are they located on the body? Uh, so if you look at a female woman's body, uh, so downstairs they have these like holes. There's like holes on them downstairs. Um, and then if you go upstairs on their body, that's where those fat ball, that those fat sacks, fat fat sacks on the front are. There, uh, that was going to be my next question. Are they are they on the front? But you answered. Yeah, they're that on for the me. front, like on the opposite of the holes, up like above them. So sure. they're like. Fat. Same gross. side as the holes. Great. Yeah, they're clinically we call them gross uh, because it's a thing that uh, usually straight straight guys are into, and so in the field we tend to uh, just be fascinated by what these. Be- the The truth of the matter is, straight men will essentially go to any length to put their hands on the fat on these sacks. So it's uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a particular fascination within the field to see what they'll do to 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 go near the 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 tits to to, to go to the tits, uh, because there are the holes downstairs sure. on women female bodies. Uh, but there's these tits basically have magnets in them that attract uh, straight uh, human men at all at all costs, psychologically now, and also physically. Is there now? Is there, as far as your research uh, has shown, is there any is there any reason for these tits to exist? Is there any reason for them? Well, there some. I mean, professionally, I would uh, as a as a uh, professional. I would go out and say no. They're you know these are ugly uh, dump dumps. They're they're sort of these ugly dumps that a bunch of my colleagues and I can look at and say you know uh, no that's you know yuck. Uh, it's a clinical term yuck. That's fucking disgusting. Uh, but but they exist because um, they exist because science is fails us. Mm-hmm. So uh, so sometimes. We have, you know, you see these sort of uh, mammary marshmallows just develop on human women. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, I won't say it's a scientific mistake, but I won't say it's not. Okay. Uh, Now, Dr. Squeef, I, I'm not a scientist. uh, Squeef. Squeef, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, of course, I'm not a scientist, neither Pat nor I are. Sure, sure. But I feel like I followed most of what you were saying. Absolutely. Now, I, I I'm beginning to see and remember what these things are. are do they come in different, like yeah? There's, are there's are they whole... all like super fatty? Or are they all like some of them are shaped like uh, upside down pyramids? And you know, for the most part, even if they're misshapen, which for the you know they can be, they can be shaped like pyramids instead of uh, you know uh, the ideal tit usually looks like a ball with a dot on it, just like a fat dot on a fat ball, um, but. They do come misshapen. Uh, sometimes they look like uh, uh, pyramids, or um, they they have a sort of puffy, uh, marshmallowy, uh, goo- gooey uh, density to them. That's something you usually see on disgusting children, though. That's a disgusting okay. child thing. Now, um, speaking of pyramids, have historically speaking, have tits always existed, or are they a recent development? Uh, they've always existed, but um, the human man has increasingly become uh, more stupid, and with that, uh, uh, human tits have become bigger, both physically and uh, culturally speaking, okay. as a phenomenon. Uh, we talked about it a bit at the top, but um, could you explain to our listeners what um, what the field of tits, tittery, and tittography is? What do you, What is it that you do other than... Uh, come to radio shows and sort of like talk about what tits are. Uh, well, aside from doing a lot of radio shows, I um, I study these uh, human these 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 handfuls of of fatness, uh, and because we you know they have a they have a pull to them psychologically that really does. Uh, uh, ch- you know, change the the way uh, human civilizations uh, can you know functions. Uh, it's a really strong pull, and they really uh, the, these these tits have a really uh, strong pull in terms of uh, lots of different types of of, uh, 
of cultural analysis, uh, physiology, uh, uh, psychology, uh, tidiology is a sort of sub subgenre sure. of tidography. Uh, so, so we like to study why tits are the way they are. We we study what tits do, what tits cause, and why tits can be at the center of a conversation or a thought. And again, you know, more importantly, why more attention is paid to uh, tits than to uh, downstairs holes. Now, um, you know, tits, as you mentioned, the interest in tits has grown over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Have have tits themselves changed over the years, or do they remain constant, and it's just sort of outside uh, well, factors Well, if you look at the way uh, these human women uh, wore clothing uh, across, you know, the the this the, the 21st century excuse me the 20th century you'll see that tits did change shape so at some point uh at some points they looked um pointy in clothes almost um uh, erect almost like a, a square penis i guess you might say uh a very shapely penis uh and then they've also in in the 70s they they started to hang there was a sort of there was a appreciation for tits that uh drooped uh, and were especially saggy and and gross, and they kind of uh, swept on the floor uh, here and there. And it's it's really changed with time. But we've seen the most change uh, within the past twenty years as a sort of cottage industry has uh, arisen. That is, they're called bras, so they're basically like mm -hmm. uh, grocery grocery bags for the tits. They're I've just heard, like grocery bags you wrap around the tits. Now, would you say these changes we've seen over time are, um, is that a generalization? Can you still, if you look hard enough, find those rare, still erect tits? Or uh, If you look hard enough, I mean, again, that's usually the type of thing uh, that has been uh, left to... Uh, teenage disgusting teenage girls uh they have uh square uh, almost puffy square like um little punching bags or little nubs we we call them nubs in the in the field uh disgusting pointy nubs uh that, that that's something you can see on a teenager um which actually pr further proves that teenagers are disgusting which is a a, a study within okay. the field of sure. photography um speaking of of your studies you you mentioned your uh, your colleagues that you work with mm. walk us through an average day for you um it, you know when you report to uh when you report to your office or your lab, what is sure. it that what is it that you do throughout the day? Well, what we first do is we set up um, uh, secret uh, offices uh, behind mirrors in um, uh, in offices where uh, human women are having mammograms. So we have um, uh, spy device spy devices, uh, telescopes and uh, microphones, and uh, we we do a lot of uh, of uh, we use a lot of binoculars to just look take a really close look um, un unknowingly to the uh, the human woman who's getting her uh, bag smushed. Uh, and so we do a lot of um, field, that's, that's our field study. We're doing that for most of the day. And then we'll go onto the internet and look at sites where these bags, uh, the, the pictures of the bags are more, um, are less goopy and more uh, 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 taut. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're looking at less. We're looking at more a different type of disgusting ball of of fat, um, but something that you could flick your finger at. And so we're 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 looking to see uh, how the senses, how the senses, uh, human human male senses respond to, uh, to 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 tits on uh, in real life in in uh, medical t context sure. as well as p pornographic where the the tits are. are less disgusting and, and, and more uh, frightening. Uh, you're listening to America Won't Shut Up. Of course, if you're just joining us, our topic this week is tits. Um, we're sitting here with Dr. Roberto Squeef. Now, doctor, um, I've flipped through uh, certain magazines. I uh, <clears throat> My wife subscribes to National Geographic. Sure. And I've seen tits in this magazine, and they seem to look different than what, I, what sure. tits I see um, out at the mall or whatever. Are tits different on each continent? Is that... Uh, you can look. It's it's uh, yeah. If you look at the sort of geographic component of tits, you'll see that um they're they're sort of like uh huge huge googly eyes uh that are uh stretched further in different the the further south the continent the further stretched wide uh, further stretched the width 
of the uh, of the of the googly eye pupil it is. So if you're looking at that uh, fat tit as a as a googly eye uh, on both sides, you're looking at the the dilated pupil and seeing that expand as you go uh, closer to the equator. Um, sure. For our listeners who maybe don't have access to the internet or these magazines that I uh, can afford to read, could you maybe walk us quickly through? Like a tour of the world. Like, what do tits look like on each of the seven continents? Sure. Well, in Europe, you have um, you have what look like uh, coin purses, uh, which usually is uh, attributed to a downstairs hole. Uh, but in Europe, uh, the the tits are uh, are more petite and flickable, uh, so they look like a coin purse uh, that's been stretched open. Okay. Um, Asia. Asia. Uh, in Asia, there are no, there are none. They don't exist there. Okay. Uh, they're I'll... usually like like a, a a brick wall for the most part. You could spray paint and you wouldn't use, you wouldn't see anything. All right. Australia. Uh, Australia. Uh, the 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 tits there are. Um, uh, we call them disgusting. Uh, they're um, uh, splotchy. So the so the the the, the goopiness of them is uh, you can put one in your hand, um, but there is a, an, a, a, a sort of uh, residue to them that is attributed to starfish in uh, in, in that continent. Interesting. So, yeah, I feel like we've covered North America and Africa. Let's do South America real quick. Uh, in South America, they have a lot of hair uh, on them, so you'll look at what looks like a, an, an enormous googly eye, but it looks like that googly eye is wearing fake eyelashes. And finally, uh, in Antarctica. Uh, in in Antarctica, uh, excuse me, in Antarctica, uh, they are um, uh, uh, ice cubes. They, they, they are pretty literal. cold, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're, uh, the, the tits there are, are actual ice cubes that form on a human body. Oh, great. So, yeah. Okay, that was a fun uh, lesson. Uh, we need to take a quick break. Uh, Dr. Queef, or Squeef, Squeef, I'm sorry. Dr. Squeef. Squeef. We're going to take a quick break. Um, uh, just to recap, uh, in Asia, there are no tits. And uh, we will be right back after this with more America Won't Shut Up. Hey, Pat, uh, is there anywhere we're going to be this weekend where listeners can come find us? You bet there is. This Saturday, we're going to be coming to you live from the world-famous Stony Brook, Inc. tattoo shop for the first annual Tats for Tits event. That's right. We'll have some of the world's greatest tattoo artists giving out free pectoral tattoos all day long. And, of course, we'll be there signing autographs, playing some titillating tunes, and unboxing needles just to make sure things stay safe. Gotta have clean needles, so come on down, bring a comfortable shirt, your favorite design, and, of course, your tits for what's sure to be one of our most well-attended events. Of course, we won't be alone. No, that's right. We'll be joined by none other than the ever-frisky Dolly Parton slash Santa Claus impersonator, Jolly Parton. She'll be there to take names, keep the ink well stocked, and of course, deliver gifts, including the greatest gift of all, the gift of music, as she sings cover versions of all of Dolly Parton's greatest hits with a Christmas twist. Songs like Working 9 to 5, But Gotta Leave Now, It's Christmas. I Will Always Love You, So Long As It's Christmas. And Jolene, here I got you this present. As always, you can follow us all day long via Twitter on the ha via the hashtag Dolly's Hits with a Christmas twist, God Almighty, Look At Them Tits 2013. That's this Saturday at Stony Brook, Inc. America Won't Shut Up Live. Auga! Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, our topic this week week is uh, tits. Uh, we're sitting here with Dr. Roberto Squeef, a specialist in the field of tits, tittery, and tittography. Uh, but at this time, we'd like to welcome our next guest. She is a tit doctor at Josh Hopkins. And basically, some say that her work and what she does in her field is sort of possibly the genesis for this new trend. Uh, let's hear what she has to say as we welcome Dr. Brooke Demento to the show. Dr. Brooke, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Dr. Demento, thank you for being here. Um, now Anytime. You, uh, in your field, you treat um, and care for tits. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, some people have called me uh, the mother of tits um, so or, or tit mother. I, mm -hmm. you know, but I accept both. Okay. Uh, do you want us to call you tit mother? Or I would, would you... love that, actually. I okay. feel more, more comfortable with that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Bye-bye, Dr. Brooke Demento. Hello, tit mother. <laughs> now, uh, tit mother, um, have you found... Now, what is the... Now, okay, just to, just, for, just to backtrack here, when you say you are a, um, a tit doctor, 
what are, what are, what are problems that tits might have where they need a doctor? They're, they're not little people. I mean, do they have, do they get a cough or like, do they sneeze or like Antarctic tits would melt, like that sort of thing? That's a great example. Um, just to a- answer your first question, they're not little people. Okay. They don't cough. That's a very common misconception, though. So you know, thank you. It's not a problem. We thought that that there's a lot of mis- misinformation about. Um, you know, tits in general. That's a great example of, say, if you're from Antarctica and your tits are just little uh, pointy ice cubes, and let's say you want to take a vacation to beautiful uh, Hawaii. You sh- which you should, because it is a lovely, lovely place. Try the spam if you're if you're out there. But, but also, I would say be careful because, of course, warmer climates, your uh, little ice cube tits could melt. True. And so it's important to take care of things if you have to pack, like, um, you know, a frozen ice pack um, or you might have to reform them when you get back to Antarctica. I mean, there's so many issues, so many issues that might come up with tits. Um, but in my work, I both like to to work on uh, maintaining people's tits, the health of people's tits, but then also, you know, just sort of celebrating tits in general. And I really, I, I do feel like I have played an important role in and inserting more tits into our culture and, and making they're just more prominent because there's so many things that tits can do. Now, um, talk about that. What are some what, what are some things that t- a healthy tit can do? Um, well, for example, um, we found that uh, we've done a lot of studies um, at Yale University Y'all. and um, in, in conjunction with uh, Josh Hopkins. We've done a lot of um, mouse-related studies, studies with mice, and we found that um, breasts in general um, – I'm sorry, that's one of those, this is an antiquated word. I don't know if you've ever heard that. Yeah, um, I think. Like it, chicken breasts? Um, yeah, they're, they are sort of similar. Um, you know, we used to have a lot of different words for tits. I mean, if you ever looked at, you know, sort of a book from the 1600s, like you, you might call it something different. Have you ever heard the word boobs? Or, yes, um, I do remember that. You know, jilk mugs. You know, we used to call them a number of different things, but tits is where we've sort of landed um, with them. But we found that, for example, tits have a calming effect on people. Um, uh, those people usually being babies. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember my mom told me that I used to like um, drink milk from her tits. Right. That's a, for example, um, you can get milk from tits. For example, um, cows' tits also provide milk, which I believe you referenced earlier in the show. Um, which is, if you love milk, is a great thing um, to have. Um, they're also really good for selling things. Um, a lot of people use uh, pictures of tits or actual tits in order to sell products to people. Um, and you know, usually they're on the bigger side. Uh, but perhaps you've noticed these in billboards or ads. I have. And this, I just wanted to bring up a question. Now, you deal with, uh, people use, you know, tits, as you said, to, to sell things. Do they use sick tits or healthy tits, typically? They, they're usually um, going to be using healthy tits. Um, though that's an interesting question because most tits, if they are sick, they're not going to be sick um, to to the visible eye. You know, most tit illnesses are not going to be you know, it's not like a leprosy or, or, or something like that where you're going to be able to immediately identify it. So, so. Um, now, since you are, since uh, since this is, you are trying to raise awareness, uh, just for our listeners at home, what are some steps that people can take to uh, ensure that they don't have or get sick tits? That's a great question. And it's something that every um, woman, because it's usually women who have tits, um, it's something for them to think about. Uh, first of all, I would say the... Number one thing you could do is to constantly be feeling your tits. You know, and it, if you're alone in your home or, you know, if you're wearing a heavy coat on the subway and people won't notice you putting your hand in your shirt, just if you constantly could be feeling around in your tits because you will notice some abnormality if they get sick. You might might feel like there's a little plastic army men in there or like some sort of bunch of marbles or, or, you know, a cold spot or a spot that's really hot. Like there's so many different things. And if you notice something unusual with your tits, that's this. We, we ask that you do a lot of work at home to identify them first. Now, is it important that you uh, feel your own tits or say um, if my wife, she works a long day at work and she's just too tired to feel her own tits, mm-hmm. can I help her by feeling her tits for her? Is that Does that, that help? That would it would help tremendously. Okay. Um, yeah, so if there's a woman in your life um, and you're, you are concerned about her tit health, uh, it is better if you know them, if it's your wife, rather than, say, a woman walking down the street. Sure. Though, I mean, I, I suppose if you ask politely, you know, you could some sort of, you know, agreement can be worked out. But, yeah, definitely um, you could definitely feel another a woman's tits and sort of figure out where, where they're at, what she should be concerned about. No, no. just to piggyback on that question. Now, as a as a you know, I am not married, but Jason, as a husband, um, is it is it 
Is it appropriate behavior for a husband to touch? I don't know if you've ever done this, but to touch a wife's tits. I mean, whether for health, whether for health inspection reasons or other. Um, well, I've been a big proponent of this. I think that husbands should, um, in most cases, touch their wife's tits. I know this is still a controversial issue. It's 2013, is what I say. Like, well, thank you, modern I, man. Yeah, exactly. And and Jason, I mean, I'm sure you've you've done that. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm sure you have at some point touched your wife's tits. And I, I think it's important, not not just for the health of the marriage, but you know, again, like the health of the breast. I think there's. There's something, um, again, we've done a lot of studies with mice that I've, we have nothing published, but uh, conclusions that I've come to that uh, make me suggest like just constantly feeling the tit would benefit the tit itself. Now, uh, tit mother, um, you've been talking for five or six minutes and I noticed that you haven't touched your tits yet. Are you okay? Is everything fine? Um, I, I actually... Should you be- um, my, my tits are actually very sick. So oh. I'm actually receiving treatment at Josh Hopkins right now. Um, for a, a debilitating tit illness um, that I've been uh, dealing with, yes. So. Can you, um, uh, I mean, if this offends you, uh, please let me know. But Nothing related to tits could possibly okay, offend me. Great. Nothing that has been said or could be said on this show could possibly, I could at all find offensive. Could you so. maybe walk us through a little bit of what your treatment is or what uh, what what is wrong with your tits? Is it something affected with the googly eyes? Is that, are they off kilter or looking in the wrong Tell direction? Tell us what's wrong with your tits. Well, I will say that when I first noticed a problem with my tits, it was that the one did look like it was starting to point in a different direction than the other, which is a, a terrible sign if if they don't t- traditionally look like that. Like if, you're, if your tits look like, you know, cross-eyed or, or, you know, some sort of Three Stooges car, you know, a, a video, then that's fine. That's that's what yours look like. But if your one starts to turn out or turn sharply in, that's definitely a sign for you to go see a doctor. Um, so I, I did have that one of my first symptoms, and I, I went in and I found out that there's um, an imbalance in the goop inside, as I believe we discussed earlier, the mm-hmm. goop that's inside the tits. Um, I had sort of a, a pH imbalance um, going on. So um, I, I started treatment um, as um, Dr. Queef, um, I'm Squeef. sorry, Squeef mentioned earlier. Um, I, I did go and I got them smushed um, uh, in between two plates of plastic, and, and I had a, a robot look at them. Um, so and it did determine that I, I do uh, have a variety of illnesses with my tits, and um, honestly, it's only I'm only thankful that I've devoted my life to tits and that I knew how to identify these problems early on. You know, if you let a tit illness go on too long, I mean, they start to turn green. They they start to get splotchy. That's a huge problem in Australia, as you've also said. And they become uh, disgusting, disgusting, you know, yeah, as, as we've discussed. So you really do have to be aware of it. Sometimes they start to droop off the body, you know, like those... You know those plastic children's toys that you fling at the wall and they sort of crawl down? Yes. They start to crawl sure. down your body. And if you don't notice it in time, they could literally just crawl right off now, and no one wants to deal with just that. Just to speak to that, like those plastic children's toys that you might get from a vending machine for a quarter. Mm-hmm. Whenever I would get those, after you know several uses and falling on the floor a few times, they would start to get dirt and hair stuck mm-hmm. to them. Is that a risk that you run with tits? Will they get dirt and hair stuck to them permanently? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Um, tits are very similar to other parts of the the human body, say, uh, the holes, the holes, downstairs holes mm-hmm. on both men and women, um, the, the wieners, um, the, any 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 part of the body that is sometimes, you know, uh, moister than the other part, your mouth, um, your nose. So it's definitely a problem with getting lint and, and uh, carpet fibers uh, stuck to um, your tits could definitely be a problem. You could just use some regular soap and water and wash those off. off. I would say at least once a week, just give, give them a good rub down. So how wet is too wet when it comes to tits if you have wet tits is it dangerous to have wet tits i mean that's a great question um studies show there's really you're okay pretty much um if you were to say have a job where you have to be submersed in water uh if you were some sort of um let's say this is the 20s and you were a mermaid who worked at a sideshow and you had to constantly be immersed in water or for example, if you work at SeaWorld, we have a huge problem with people at SeaWorld. The longer you stay in water, the more water your tits will soak up. And again, uh, like a sponge, eventually they reach a, a maximum capacity. Then when you get out of the water, they sort of water explodes out of them. And, you know, it's not it's not necessarily terminal, but it's it's just a big mess and it ruins your shirt. And you mentioned mermaids. Now, are mermaids real? Um, yes, yes. Um, okay. Again, uh, that is one of the many studies I've been conducting uh, at y'all. So. Because mermaids, if I remember correctly um, from from television, they have kind of tits, but also sort of a fish 
downstairs. Yep, that's exactly right. They don't have holes as as far as we know, but um, we've only we've only ever found the bodies of a couple. And they are extinct currently, mermaids, correct? Um, well, it's sort of one of those things like uh, giant squids, where you know people thought for a long time they're extinct, but there's still some evidence that they do exist down uh, below. You know, we haven't found a mermaid, uh, any evidence of mermaids for you know centuries. But I mean, who's to say? You know. True. I'm, you should get a mermaid mother on here, you know, and ask her. Because Taylor, can I'm we not get a sure. mermaid mother on here? He's shaking his head no. I don't know how he knows so fast, though. Uh, Tim, mother, I want to ask you one more question uh, before Please. we take a break. I I feel like every time I uh, am out searching for tits or if mm-hmm. I'm just rolling, like, uh, walking around the mall, just kind of like uh, tit watching, mm-hmm. they're always covered up. Is that what is this a form of protection for the tits? Is it? Uh, is it a uh, like a, a, sort of a form of comfort for the human female that's wear like uh, wearing the clothes? Why 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 do we see so many covered tits? Um, that's a great question. Um, I I I believe it's my experience that it's sort of the the bre- the I'm sorry the the tit is so volatile. Please that, try that is sort of an offensive word. Uh, I know it's it's funny. It's like it's like the n word for black people. I really just once you get inured to words like the b word for tit, you. You know, I, I should keep in mind they're on the radio and other people do not spend sure. their entire lives immersed in tits like I do. Sure. Um, I would say like the, the tit is just so volatile. You have to keep them contained. You have to have a, a bra or a shirt over it. Sometimes some people wear like a lead vest because you never know if there's a slight te- change in temperature, if it rains. You know, you never know what your breast might do. There's just so much going on in that area. So uh, a lot of women feel more more comfortable covering it up. So this is just one final question, which I think was raised, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering about, you mentioned lead vests. Are tits in danger of being uh, like shot at with uh, with the fact that they stick out? Does that make them more easy targets for you know uh, projectiles and things that might be shot at them? Yeah, we uh, there's studies that suggest that over 98 percent of tits actually do get shot uh, wow. during their lifetime. Wow, that hmm. is way higher than I would have guessed. Yeah, that's very high. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, coming up later in the show, music from the Foo Fighters. Now, Pat, I heard these guys in soundcheck, and they sounded. Oh boy, I heard these guys Pretty warming good. up. I heard them warming up, and man, oh man, they sounded so choice, uh, so select. If you, you know, Jason, again, I don't know what your situation is, but if you have the means, please get some of their music. I spent all my money in Hawaii, so. Well, that's maybe your, I'll that's just listen you. to to them on our show. Hey, maybe that's... I can ask uh, Taylor for a uh, a CD. Hey, what you and Taylor talk about? Oh, he's shaking his head now. Not that Taylor. Taylor in the band. Oh, Taylor from the band. That's yeah. a great way to go. Anyway, uh, we'll be back with, uh, we'll be talking to our guests and we'll have those Foo Fighters in the studio coming up next on America One Show. Hi, I'm Sarah Mann Glocklin. Every year, thousands of mice are stricken with sick tits. These mice are taken from their mouse holes and brought to labs to have their tits played with, probed, and flicked. For just pennies a day, you can help a sick mouse with sick tits. You can help bring a sick mouse from a life of tit slavery into a life of freedom. Please. Call now and help one of these mice, because the next sick tits could be your own. I'm Sarah Mann a man version of Sarah McLaughlin. For PETA, the bread. Welcome back to America Won't Shut Up. If you're just joining us, our topic this week is tits. Uh, we're sitting here with a couple of doctors. Oh, one is a specialist in the field of tits, tittery, and titography. That's Dr. Roberto Squeef. And of course, we have a tit doctor from Josh Hopkins, Dr. Brooke Demento. Uh, before the break, we were talking... <coughs> sorry. Uh, before the break, we were talking about tits. Uh, now, I, now that we're back, I want to ask you guys a question. 
Of course, once again, uh, Sports Illustrated is issuing their annual uh, tits the issue, tits and issue, I want to sure. ask you guys if if this is do you see this as a good thing, a positive thing for the uh, North American population, or is it um, furthering maybe a trend we we shouldn't see all these uncovered uh, tits? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, if you don't mind, I, I personally think it's a great thing. I think Kate Upton, who is on the cover, has done wonderful things for getting the word out about tits. She um, has a very um, pretty face. Um, I, I, can't, I honestly don't remember, but um, I, what I particularly liked about her photo shoot is that she did go to Antarctica, and her photos were taken at Ar- Antarctica, and I felt like it was sort of a statement about just because people from Antarctica have little uh, ice cube titties, I don't, you know, it doesn't mean that they don't have tits. It doesn't mean that sure. their tits are any less than anyone else's. Well, um, she's bridging, you know, borders, and I think that, you know, I think as an activist, she's real. Her work to sort of, um, you know, uh, bring people of di- totally wildly different uh, tits together has been very inspiring to everyone with tits, and you know. Probably... And also, it's just it's just a great, you know, if you're looking for a swimsuit, you know, you could just go through it and see what the options. They have are. the prices sure. there and everything. Yeah, it's very nice. Now, Doctor Squeef, uh, do you find that uh, the tits in this issue are too? one note are they too similar it's all the same sort of tit well yes uh they are we call them the uh the it's called the koosh effect because uh, these tits have a sort of koosh ball uh, t- uh tone to them um in the way they look uh, it doesn't it doesn't do much in terms of you know perpetuating a stereotype uh but uh actually at john hodgman's university where i am a comedian uh, uh, john hodgman uh i'm sorry um, this is a I don't. Oh, is it okay, Taylor? Uh, <laughs> I do not believe they're affiliated in any way. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, so at at John Hodgman's, we uh, we study uh, the Koosh ball tit effect. Uh, again, we call it the Koosh effect, and we have you know we do note that it doesn't perpetuate a stereotype so much, um, but it does continue to wreak havoc on um, human male penises. Doctor, uh, 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 doctor, uh, sorry, tit mother uh, mentioned. Uh, the um, effect of uh, the the the, uh, the effect of tits being shot at, um, but I think what she failed to mention is that it's usually by, by penises, um, not armor. So uh, I did fail to mention that. Thank you for yeah, no, for no problem, absolutely, that. absolutely. Uh, so we, we have found that yeah, although the the, the Kush effect remains the same, uh, the fact that they are shot at so often by penises is uh, unnerving to say the least in the medical field. Uh, maybe I jumped far too far ahead and. We're only talking about uh, penises shooting um, tits, but I'm sorry, we... <clears throat> uh, wiener. I'm sorry, wieners. 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 Sorry. Um, do we think that we didn't really talk too much about the effect tits have on uh, wieners? Are they sorry, dangerous it's... for wieners? Do... I mean, what do and they? What do tits do to wieners? That, yeah, and that I I I think in my research this week, I believe tits often cause wieners to uh, extend out from the human male yeah, body. And explode. Does that they then explode, put them yeah. in danger of being shot at? Well, I think anything that sticks out from the human body is much more likely just statistically to be shot. And as you said, the effect on wieners is, as you said, havoc, complete havoc. And uh, I mean, it's not really my area of study, but I I certainly admit that this is part of having tits. Uh, Part of my field is, of course, the the wiener explosions. I mean, there's actually a a, a cottage industry, these uh, stores that sell um, uh, chicken wings and... Uh, tequila shots and also uh, free uh, free tits free tits. So it's uh, hmm. it does wreak havoc both economically uh, and well if you if you see a vulnerable wiener uh, and which there are many, you're in trouble. You know you're you're you're, you're treading in dangerous territory. Now we so here at the show we do not aim to um, sort of spread ignorance or uh, we we aim to educate. Is penis an an antiquated term as well is that offensive oh, to yeah. people no, so we should not, be it's, saying it's wieners. a don, a wiener a dong um a a, a, a flesh tube Fle- uh, i like I get, yeah, taylor can we edit tube. out the instances of me saying um penis is that possible He's shaking his head no now i no. have a question um you mentioned earlier dr squeef that um people of asia do not have tits none do asian men therefore not have wieners uh that is actually true it's a direct correlation uh the wiener on the human male is uh we like to say uh it it looks like a pinky Uh, it's a pinky dick Mm -hmm. uh so that that's uh it's it is a direct correlation it's just a scientific uh failure basically within it's a genetic failure within the uh asian population uh uh, uh, no no tits and and tiny little uh, pinky dicks 
Um, Taylor, can we edit any of that out? He said he's definitely shaking his head now. Uh, did mother? Um, I worry. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was sort of uh, fe- feeling my wife's tits uh, one night this week. Mm-hmm. Well, well played. And uh, like, I'm worried that I might have a problem with my wiener, and I was just wondering if you maybe. Um, if you knew a wiener doctor or something that I could maybe go to, maybe a, a wiener father, I guess he would maybe be called. Um, there is a wiener father. Um, I could definitely refer you to him. Um, is was the problem with your wiener is that it didn't explode? Is that what the issue was? I, I mean, it didn't. Yeah, I think that was generally the mm, issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I mean, it sounds like a terrible medical problem. I mean, I can't. I can't really it, speak to. It. I don't know whether it would be cancer or perhaps. I mean, it definitely AIDS it, it, or I don't know what would be causing. Yeah, I the hope wiener it's not wiener AIDS. Um, definitely, it definitely yeah. plumped up like wieners do and. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, it definitely doesn't sound. I mean, you should see a doctor. I wouldn't say you have to go to the ER as soon it, as this is over, but I mean, definitely see something. You should see a dick dad. I mean, okay, a dick dad. Is it possible that my wife's there's something wrong with my wife's tits that weren't causing my wiener to? I mean, not from the sound of it. If they, it was still, I mean, you just said plumping up. Sure. I mean, the plumping up. Uh, that's what makes me sort of okay. feel like whatever yeah, yeah. your issue is. You, it's definitely not a, a terminal illness. I have a, I have a good dick dad that I can, uh, I can set you up with. His right, name's great. Mark. Okay. That's a good name. Is he uh, attractive? Guy? He's a real good looking guy, yeah. Cups Does he think nice uh, uh, tits are disgusting? Does he He pukes when uh if I if I bring them up, yeah. You no, know, I'd love it if you wouldn't if you have his card or his contact information. Oh I'd sure, love... yeah, I have his number. I have, That'd be I, great. I could give you his name to sure. look him up on Facebook. I always meet more dick dads who think uh tits are disgusting. Absolutely. Good looking dick dad. Uh, we want to, at this point, um, thank both of our guests, Dr. Brooke Demento and Dr. Robert Roberto Squeef. Um, <clears throat> real quick, uh, Dr. Demento, anything you want to um, plug or any sort of like new treatments that are out there that people should maybe go look into? Um, I would just uh, remind people, uh, in addition to looking great and helping us sell, um, you know, deodorant and alcoholic beverages, uh, you can use your tits to feed babies. So if there are any babies around who look very hungry, feel free. And if you have sick tits, please, um, please uh, get them taken care of. Please call me. Please, uh, even if you just show up at Josh Hopkins and give them my name, I, I don't know if I'll be able to see you right then, but definitely at some point I will be able to. Okay, great. Uh, uh, Dr. Queef, I'm... Squeef. Squeef. Squeef, sorry. Um, anything anything new uh, happening in the field of tits, tittery, and totography? That... I would just uh, I would just urge uh, listeners to uh, check out Rosie O'Donnell and uh, Martina Nevertolova's Kickstarter campaign uh, to collect uh, medicinal uh, photography of uh, fat tits for their own, I guess, research or something. Sure, they're kind That's of heading Rosie up. and Martina's uh, Kickstarter. Account. They're doing great work. Really, they really are pioneering a lot. So there's of, a video there, and I'm sure there's some sort of reward system if you. I think there's giving away Subaru hatchbacks. Uh, wow. What about those things she used to shoot Koosh, on her? Koosh Koosh balls. That's Koosh what we call yeah, the yeah, Koosh yeah. effect. Yeah, it actually started with Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, very yeah, interesting. The Koosh effect. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, I think we've all learned a lot about uh, tits today, both healthy oh, and ab- sick. Absolutely. And speaking of sick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to take us out. Buckle up, because here's the Foo Fighters. Thank you for listening to America Won't Shut Up. As always, America Won't Shut Up is produced by the googly-eyed Taylor Moore. Our guests this week were Elliot Glazer and Hallie Kiefer. You can find Elliot on Twitter at Elliot Glazer, or check out his great web series, Elliot Sketchpad, on the Above Average Network. You can find Hallie on Twitter at Hallie Kiefer, and be sure to check out her uh, stand-up show, The Dog and Pony Show, at UCB East in New York City. The next show is Thursday, March 14th. Now, Pat, Facebook, what is it? Uh, Nobody knows.